Come around, we get high when we see you. When we see you. Tuesday, Thursday, it really fly by. Breaking down the czar right on time when I see you. When I see you. On Hawaii, make we it be. What? It was? Yeah. Mo. Yeah. All right. You turned it off a second ago? Like a couple minutes ago. Oh, I set the shop up and everything. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Why do my bed? For, for the, um, the TV. Where you from? It dies too fast. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my fine people, as we get set up. With my comments here, welcome back to the last day on Instagram Live, that is, of Wake and Bake with BMO. Make sure we are leaving the precedent and keeping it correct by telling the lady of the house good morning. I call the lady of the house. You may call her Imani or lady of the house slash Imani, but make sure you call her by her name. My good people. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. We trying to still get set up here. Tribe is what it is. Gary, what's up, man? I'm looking shiny because I'm moisturized, baby. You feel? Mm, that's my Nami product. Hey, <laughs> it's almost gone. More than body butter. You can't see the title. Um, hold on, let me get my thing on here. You're always on my mind. When you come around, we get high. When I see you. When I see you, ah, last day on Instagram, last day on, how do I say goodbye to Instagram live, the good times and bad connectivity. Had us real worried, ooh, about our quality, but now we go, 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 go to the red and white, and we'll do live from there, 8 a.m.-ish, as the same, but it's our last day. On Instagram live, sweet, are you gonna hit me with no carbonies just now? Not a one. You, yeah. you, you see, like you not wanted a to take one. It. Huh? Let you have it. See, like you wanted to take it. You don't want to have the solo. Yeah. Okay, for sure. See, see, that's how we we communicate. Um, interesting thing enough, as we are uh on our last Instagram live, I don't know if I got nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and I also don't know um the last time we were on live on Instagram, which I think is the which was the final straw, we have done nothing different on our end. Our stream key has remained the same. Our quality has actually improved as far as camera quality, camera setup, lighting, uh aperture lens sets and everything but i'm quite sure that the people on instagram cannot hear me right now let's see well it's muted not that they can't hear oh. me but it's like i feel like what's happening with us is the same thing that's happening with everyone else is that maybe the exporting or the outputting quality is so high that it needs to buffer on instagram but mm -hmm. um yeah i i'm not surprised to say the least i'm not surprised Hence, our last day on Instagram. See, uh, uh, the comfort of Instagram Live was going to keep me here. But if the people can't get to me, then there's no, I mean, what are we doing? Right. We just turn the camera off and continue with our conversations. What up, big dog? What's up, Geronimo? Good morning. Is it my froze up on there? No, you're still moving on my I'm phone. still moving around? Can, am I? Well, it just froze, but you were moving. <laughs> yeah, you're still moving. All right, for sure. For sure. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Hello, Monty J. Hi. <laughs> That's you. Um, Good morning, Purple Grenade. My, um, who? Purple Grenade. Hey! That's Sydney. Where is my big notebook of ideas? All right, what we got going on in here? 
interesting things to talk about. Oh! I wrote this down. I didn't write down nothing else. Nothing else. So, not this past Tuesday. Was it this past Tuesday we talked about Braun, the Mouse in the Palace? Was that last Thursday? I think on last Thursday we had our conversation about Mouse in the Palace. Looking back to 03 and 04, um, you can clearly see all the anti-blackness that's happening at the moment. Clearly see all the anti-blackness that's happening. The fact that the federal government saw... Am I still pausing? Am I pausing there? The federal government saw... The federal government saw the same thing that the people saw in the NBA, but the NBA decided to suspend their players for unprecedented amount of time based on the assault that happened to them. Now, why would the NBA do that? We call this anti-blackness because at the time, the NBA was being pressured about all these thugs that are in the league, right? The same conversation that happened in the 70s with drugs. Why are all these drugs in the league? We got to put the drugs out of the league uh, uh, and, you know, blood testing and all that shit. It's the same pattern that led to 0304, all these thugs in the league, in which we had a conversation yesterday in which I said, I love the thug aesthetic. I love the drug aesthetic. Maybe because the only time in my lifetime, not saying in the history of black folks, but maybe the only time I've seen black men have unequivocal, unchallenged power is in the short stints as the leads of drug culture. The next person that was to be able to do that was actually Barack Obama. They said the drug dudes was too hard. And they said Barack Obama was too soft. So maybe it's just a problem with y'all and not with us. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, 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 uh. Mouse in the palace. A lot of anti-blackness happening in 03, 04. That's 18 years ago. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, as we jokingly say, all, all the kids in 2000 are now 21. The Malice and Powers is now 18. Uh, so we see a whole bunch of uh, 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 anti-blackness happening going on, right? Uh, one of the new blueprints that I've been working on as it pertains to how black people interact with the culture is a serious, a serious investigation into sports journalism. Sports journalism is a place in the media, a very unique place where you see black men all the time. Right. I cannot name that same place in the other media. We got Don Lemon. But people are actually majority in in, um, in sports, sports media. Yeah, right. In sports media, that's right. Black people are the majority mm -hmm. of the people who are giving the perspective. Right. Uh, uh, put a pin in those two things. Mouse in the palace. Mm -hmm. uh, sports journalism. Also want to talk about, this is not a new blueprint, but something that we have been noticing with the Naomi Osaka's of the world, with the Simone Biles of the world, is which we have been challenging the myth of how strong our athletes are supposed to be. Yeah. If you would have asked me when I was nine if athletes are superheroes, I'd have been like, yes, Michael Jordan can really fly. But the fact of the matter is Michael Jordan can just jump really high. Right. He is a person. He trained to he be tra able to do that. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. These are individuals. These are people who have prepared their bodies to do certain things. Right. And I love the conversation that we're having now publicly about what does mental health look like for the person that we perceive to be the superhero. Right. Um, so when I hear when I hear Naomi Osaka, when I hear I heard her in a press conference, right, mm -hmm. and. Um, Double-edged sword, because I'm pretty sure the press conference herself was pretty ass. Um, I'm pretty sure the press conference was pretty ass. But listening to her talk during the press conference, it gave me a little insight about how she's really feeling in these situations. I don't want to hear Naomi Osaka on another press conference. That yeah. shit was uncomfortable. Yeah. Hearing her talk at a press conference was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, and I heard a black sports journalist say after the press conference, they said that um, uh, the media has to get over the fact, well, the media has to get rid of this myth that the media is the reason why athletes are successful. And mm -hmm. that's just not the case. Right. Athletes are successful because they're athletic. Right. Has nothing to do with the media. Has nothing to do with the media's faux attempt to sell tickets or push a product. Get that shit out of here. We don't trust you. Right. We don't believe you. And I don't believe that the denigration of black and brown bodies for the sake of selling more sports programming to NBC has nothing to do with my liberation. Right. So as we're talking about mental health for athletes, 
keep that in mind. As we're talking about um, uh, 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 sports journalism, a shift in sports that needs to happen. And as we're talking about the mouse and the palace, I'm watching an interview with Shannon Sharp and Meta World Peace, formerly known as Ron Artest. Mm -hmm. And the more sane person in the interview was Meta World Peace, Ron Artest. <laughs> and he said something in, in, in the interview that at first was like, nigga, ain't nobody gone. But the more I thought about it, I was like, actually, yeah. Ron Artest said he wants to be a head coach. Yeah. The face of the malice in the palace, the man who used to throw elbows, the same individual who traveled the world with his therapist wants to become a head coach. And my first thought was, nigga, ain't nobody gonna let you be no head coach. But then I thought about the three points I just said to you just now. We need to shift to sports journalism, how we talk about sports. We need to seriously consider mental health as it pertains to the people we once thought were superheroes and the anti-blackness that was the malice in the palace. Ron Artest was not charged federally. Mm -hmm. The judge in his case said it was self-defense. And yet that anti-blackness interacted with my thought as I thought about Ron Artest as a head coach. The truth of the matter is, you're not ready for this, the truth of the matter is Ron Artest would be a brilliant head coach. Yeah. He was talking about Ben Simmons. Um, um, and actually this is, this is the intersection where sports journalism comes in. If you want to hear how black men show their ass, listen to how they talk about Ben Simmons. It's the perfect intersection of mental health and what we need to do differently in black journal in black sports journalism, mm -hmm. they have called uh, uh, they have called Ben si Ben Simmons all types of coward, all types of bitch, all types of scared, all types of unworthy, all types of bad. All these negative attributes have been thrown onto Ben Simmons because he lacks a particular skill. When I hear Ryan Artest, who's coming at it from a mental health perspective, when he's talking about. Um, what Ben Simmons needs to do to improve his game, he's coming at it from a mental health ability, a mental health stability. Hmm. He said, when I see Ben Simmons shoots, it's actually sad because I can see the confidence depleting from him as the more and more people talk about him and the more and more limelight special on him. You know what I do? I get a sports therapist for that nigga. Have that nigga care, walk around with a sports therapy to build your confidence mm -hmm. and give you the skills because this is what Ron Artest said. Every night I walked into the court, this is Ron Artest, Red Metal World Peace, I was nervous. Almost paralyzed by my anxiety. But what my sports therapist told me was, is that in order to perform, you have to have tactics to deal with that anxiety. You can't just be out here. Yeah. You'll drive yourself crazy. And then you listen to Stephen A. Smith and the, and the Shannon Sharps in the world, they calling you a bitch. Because you can't shoot. Meanwhile, you're making $125 million. Right. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We got some people on. We got some people on. What's up? What's up, nephew? What's up, Steven? What's up, Lauren? Good morning. Yaj, how we doing, man? How did then July? Uh, scroll up a little bit, sweet thing. Oh, my bad. This on my bad. While you're doing that, I'm going to prepare our morning blunt. But I just thought of, but Meta World Peace, as a head coach, not an assistant coach, not a consultant, Metal World Peace as the head coach mm -hmm. of the Detroit Pistons. If you just say that out loud, it's like it's like, oh, how do you how do you think Allen Iverson feels about practice? You would say, oh, practice. What about practice? No. The correct response is, Metal World Peace would, would add an additional mental health perspective, critical mental health perspective in the twenty first centuries, the modern athlete, and I think it'd be interesting to see how his perspective will be different. Mm -hmm. World Peace is one of the greatest uh, defensive players of all time. He can't get no consideration. Yeah. Federal judge said he was defending himself. But the Lord NBA said he was he was acting an ass. He was he was bullshitting. Sound any black to me. What we got going on? Who we got in the house? G2 Esquire, what's up? Bam, bam, fiasco. I don't know why. Uh Nick, what's up, man? Good morning. That's Izzy's cousin. Oh nice. Yeah. <laughs> cousin is. <laughs> um, Shep. Good morning. But um everything you were talking about made me think about uh do you remember who it was on the Breakfast Club? It's, it's, it's good. On the Breakfast Club they were saying 
they think that artists should have therapists. Like, once you get signed, it should be a requirement to give, you know, the artist a therapist. That was Iggy Azalea. That was Iggy Azalea? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mental health is... Mental health is real. Right. It's a real situation. Um, hmm. No, I just thought it was I thought it was an interesting thought. That's the one thought that I had this morning. Um Yeah, I'm just I'm very curious listening to the Naomi Osaka interview, her press conference, and which you have if you haven't checked it out and you don't mind being uncomfortable for a few minutes, check out the Naomi Osaka interview question in which one of the interviews was one of the interviewers was definitely trying to come for Naomi in a situation in which like in a traditional sense you would think oh this athlete's about to go one on one with this reporter Naomi just walked away yeah it's like I'm not answering that I'm good and I'm not coming back to this podium interesting wow the things that men think that they can do and get away with because they're just so disrespectful bro Oh, I had another thought. I had another thought this morning. I watched, uh, what was the name of that show? White Lotus. White Lotus. Lord of mercy. I don't think I knew that. I knew that. Um, watched White Lotus uh, off of a recommendation. I can't remember who recommended White Lotus to me. I think one of my fellow podcast people on the Bridge Podcast Network. Make sure y'all check out. Uh, the Bridge Podcast Network. Okay, you see the... Hold on, I'm pointing at it. Boom. You see the little sign right there. Check out the Bitch Podcast Network, WI Bridge. Uh, WI Bridge DC on uh, Instagram and WIBridge.com if you want to check out the more shows we got going on. Chaos and Culture's there. We got uh, 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 Over the Shoulders there. Waking Back with Bimo was there. New show with Gina Marie is coming through. New show with Tom Talks is coming through. The M Word with Erica St. Louis. Um, the gift of gab, uh, Noemi's world, all these situations that are coming through. So make sure y'all check out more at the Bridge Podcast. But I had a thought as I was watching White Lotus, um, and maybe I can't watch certain white shows because uh, I can see the white man in the show. Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, uh, there's uh, so White Lotus follows us. Well, it follows a lot of people. One of the situations that it follows is white family as they're on vacation, right? And so white family is white daughter, white son, and then the white daughter brings her black friend? The girl wasn't black. Was she black? I don't think so. Brings her... Racially ambiguous. Racially ambiguous fan onto the trip with her, uh, and things in, things ensue. Now, as I'm watching the show, at first I'm thinking that this might be like just innovative media, but the more I'm watching, the more I'm realizing like this is not innovative. This is just, this is what white people used to do that I don't think they have the room to do anymore because we want to hear different stories. Um, but let me ask you this question. I asked you this off camera. I'm going to ask you and the Wake of Baker be nice at the same time. Do white people think black people created whiteness? Because it really feels like that sometimes. It really feels like I'm being invisibly blamed for whiteness. I feel like that's because they don't want to take accountability. <laughs> um, yeah, true. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, uh, what do I, so there's a, there's a point in the show one of the mom of the son is like, oh, you got to look out for my son. Straight white men are under attack now these days, right? And to which the racially ambiguous girl says, um, I don't know if by attack, but the reason why you have to hire more black people is because you only hired people that look like your son since ever, forever, <laughs> right? Right. And it just sounded like the response that the mom gave sounded like she was blaming minorities for the fact that they had been oppressed. Like, it's somehow our fault that white people have to now face their whiteness and be more inclusive. Yeah. As if we chose to oppress ourselves. Right. <clears throat> and which, 
last time I checked, I don't, I don't think we signed up. I didn't sign up for that class. No. You signed up for that class? No. I ain't signed up for that class. So, um, yeah, I just, I, in, in watching the show, in which it was, uh, <laughs> this is really random, but does anybody remember the movie Saving Sarah Silverman? Yeah. You remember that movie? Mm-hmm. With the Arby's? And Neil and uh, Neil Diamond. I actually don't know if I ever saw it, but I remember it <laughs> with the uh, yeah, Sarah Silverman. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Was that the name of the joint? Were they kidnapped the girl? I think so. Anyway, the same dudes who was behind that movie it was the same people who were behind the show, and I thought I was watching something innovative. Like, I would kept looking and looking and looking for something innovative. And what I actually saw was like, oh, this is just a show from the early 2000s where people were trying to recenter whiteness or center whiteness in a way that seems unproblematic. Um, the issue with that is um, it's not our fault. It's not minority's fault that <laughs> white people were oppressive. And the fact that it's, it feels like sometimes that we are being blamed for inclusion as if we were the reason why there was exclusion. Right. It's a strange situation. But at the same time, I'll be honest with you, I don't know the last time I talked to a white person. Like in real life? Ooh. Like talked? Yeah. There was a white girl who played for the soccer team. (laughs) I don't know if we talked though. A white lady in the bathroom told me me and my friend looked like sisters, so I don't know. (laughs) I would usually roll my eyes, but y'all do it like sisters. <laughs> <laughs> right. Normally yeah, I'd be like, like, all right, you racist, but yeah, we kind of do. Y'all do it like sisters. Why is she in the club with the makeup on? <laughs> that's not oh, her. Oh, that's not her? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. In case you missed it, this is our last hoorah on Instagram Live. If you want to, go to your separate device right now. Go on to, go on to YouTube and make sure you subscribe to Wake Up or just BMO. Um, so the page is BMO Brown, but yeah. you could type in Wake and Bake with BMO. That's right. You could type in Wake and Bake with BMO or BMO Brown, B-M-O Brown. Make sure you subscribe to us. We can see when you do so. Make sure you follow us at Wake and Bake with BMO on Instagram. Um, it'd be great if all the Wake and Bake with BMO nights could get on there first so I can see who y'all are. I think it's like 40 of y'all so far, which surprises me. According to the data, we have 55 Wake and Bake with BMO nights, so I'd be glad to see that. It's also good to see that when I asked the Wake and Bake with BMO nights to do something, it actually happened. Yeah. That makes me a little less nervous about moving platforms. If I'll be honest with you, I've been very nervous about moving platforms because I just feel like, I feel like because I know y'all, yeah. And you get that notification on your phone, you're like, I bet. True. I bet. I fucked with people this morning. But I hope that you can do the same thing when we move to YouTube. Yeah. I honestly think YouTube might be a little more convenient for the Wake of Baker Be More Nights. Right. You, you can text now. <laughs> so you, can text. you can text now. You can listen to me and text your friend. Well, that's only if you got premium. Right. Well, you can put it on the TV, you can put it on oh, a true, different true, device. True. Yeah, yeah. You know what that's I mean? True. Instagram, this, this is your phone. Yeah. For an hour. Yeah. This is amazing to me that you let me borrow your phone for an hour. I appreciate you. <laughs> Give me your phone. What's your password? Make sure you um, turn the notifications on. Turn the notifications on. Subscribe, like, comment, all that good shit. Lord, I guess I got to get you saying that. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, um, we will, I think, next Tuesday, we're definitely going live from this angle on YouTube, I will have a reminder on my phone that says go to YouTube from this page. But we are officially moving on. Um, gotta go. Gotta go. Uh, I have a schedule for 8.15, but do you want it like at 8? I mean, it's 8 ish Okay. I cool. mean, we might be at 8.15. We might yeah. be at 8. <laughs> we gonna be there. We gonna be there. Tuesday. Yeah. What's up, Kayla? What's up? Only one Harice. Good morning. And Jordan, Detroit Rivers. Good morning, man. The per- it's Sydney from the, uh, uh, what's it called? The Love and Intimacy Academy. <laughs> Let's get this blunt going. 
Sweetheart, I need you to pull up some uh, some news or something, something from uh, from the Lipstick Alley. I don't ran out of things to talk about. Oh, hey, Taven. Taven, what's up? The last IG rising. How do <laughs> come on over, Natalie? Oh, you know what you won't be able to see on YouTube in the comments? I won't be able to see when you joined individually. So you got to come in and say, hey, True, yeah. I'm going to need new names for you. You got different You got different YouTube names? Yeah. Well, it might be just like regular names because what, it's your Google account? So. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it might just be your regular names. That's yeah. crazy. Um, I am a little nervous. Here's another thing I'm a little nervous about YouTube. You know I do research for YouTube. Yeah. Um, YouTube tends to to be trends towards white and conservative. Yeah. It's a very black and liberal show. True. However. We already getting hate responses so far. And I ain't even saying nothing for real. I'm worried that our morning wake and bakes will turn into debates with random peoples and trolls over YouTube. True. I'm a little concerned because with popularity comes more attention. Right. I'm also a little concerned. So apparently more people, more popular people have been trying to smoke on YouTube recently, mm-hmm. on YouTube and Instagram mm-hmm. and keep getting their shit pulled down. Really? On Instagram too? We've been doing this shit for a year. Plus. We ain't no problem. <laughs> we ain't no problem. I think there might be a threshold in which people are looking at. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And which it might be considered like public broadcast, and that might be like above a hundred people. Oh, okay. We ain't never had no triple digit stream, triple digit stream before. That'd be nice on YouTube. Yeah. But at the same time, again, with popularity comes these problems. Right. I don't want to randomly debate individuals on YouTube who are there exclusively to troll. They're not there to learn. Right. They're there to pick, prod, and distract. As Tony Morrison said, racism is a distraction. We're supposed to be on the way to liberation. While challenging our cultural, uh, uh, our culture and its ties to trauma. That's what I'm a little nervous about as we move on to YouTube. But wake and bake with Beaver Nights. I hope y'all can get me in the comments. You know what I mean? I hope y'all can get us back, get our back. This reminds me of, um, you know, I moved around a lot as a kid, which means I had several first days of school. Several first days, several first times walking to the to the cafeteria where everybody know each other already. Trying to figure out who my social circle is, et cetera, et cetera. Moving to YouTube feels like that. It feels like it's making me nervous in the tummy even right now. It makes me feel like, um, you know, I'm going to a new school. There's going to be new kids there. They might pick on me. They might disrespect the house. And then I can't go see them because I don't know them for real, for real. See, if, if, who on here? If Detroit Rivers right now, just disrespect the lady of the house, I pull up on his house, slap him twice, roll a blunt with him, and we talk about what he did wrong, right? But if random user 1445 from the internet does that shit, oh, I, I might lose my shit. What a, what a, oh. I don't know, I'm a little concerned. You got some, you got some news things from the, from the joint? I was going to say something. Um, what you got? I mean, I hear you, but at the same time, I feel like um, a lot of people that are trolls or haters or whatever, they're just trying to detract from what you're doing because they're not doing anything themselves of, you know, right? substance or whatever. Well, not necessarily substance, but, you know. And also, it it might come from a place of, like, insecurity. Like, it's not personal. So, yeah. But will that affect the quality of the conversation? That's what I'm saying. Because energy is contagious. As much as I want to have a higher vibration, if niggas come in vibrating low, I feel like we're going to meet each other in the middle. I mean, there, there are also ways around that. Like, we can set filters in the comments so, like, certain things can't be posted. But, like, if you want to keep it open... I guess the work is on us and the weekend Bubimo nights to like make sure positivity is maintained. I don't want to censor a conversation, although there are two words that I'm thinking that probably should be censored if they're not already censored by Instagram. That's the hard ER and the GOT at the end, if you feel me. True. 
Jeez, that's such a hard word. Goodness gracious. I can't believe we just let that shit fly. <laughs> You're a one. You're a one. Um, I try to, now don't judge me, because this is semi my fault and semi not my fault. Zeppelin from Neo Elite, from Amped, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he called me the other day, because I used to be a Boosie fan back in high school. He called me the other day. He was like, oh, I'm about to have a little Boosie on the platform. Give me your top five Lil Boosie songs. And I was like, oh, man, I ain't thought about Lil Boosie in a minute. As an artist, I ain't thought about Lil Boosie in a minute. So then we went through, we talked about his different songs and et cetera. One of the songs I used to love in high school was a song called Set It Off. You remember Set It Off? I don't think so. Oh, we got music today. Hit the button. We got some comments, too. Give me one second. One of the songs that Zepp, this is about the F word. I was just about to have a quick tangent. Okay. One of the songs we were talking about is Set It Off. Um, set It Off, and not surprising, Lil Boosie lets the F word fly a few times and set it off. So I'm looking for it on Apple Music. Yeah. The only way it's available Apple Music is edited. Why? Death words. But I looked it up. But go ahead, go ahead, lay it in the house. But I'm just thinking about like. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. Well, my head is doing two different things, and so I'm like, okay, why isn't nigga censored? But then I'm like, because it's nigga. But I don't hear anybody saying, you know, the hard R. But at the same time, like it's the same word. It's just we've, you know, turned it into. What else? Keep going. Keep going. Let that thought lead you. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, because, <laughs> you know, the F word is, is not more associated with whiteness, but, you know, white people can call other white people that, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's something that's associated. It's more related to whiteness than the N word. You saying that white people can call each other the F word? They could if they wanted to. Like, I don't think they could. No, not no. I'm saying like it's still wrong, but I'm saying like you, you wouldn't see a white person calling a white person the n word. No, but I don't think you would call. I don't think you would see as black people call each other the n word. I don't think you would see white people calling each other f word. Eh. You think so? Well, not not like not like what am I? You know, like not like that. But I'm saying like. Mm, I had thought the word was like. Not to use the cancellation, not to use the, the terminology of cancellation, but I had pretty much thought the word was eradicated from well, yeah. public use. Well, I'm, I'm not saying that they use it the way we use nigga, but I'm saying white, that word is for white people because they aren't black. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to say they can't use the N word because they aren't black. They can use this word because they're white. Like, this is something that is universal. And that word has been canceled. But... I don't know if it makes sense, but I don't know if I just thought about it in your perspective. You're saying that white people have an open lease on the F word. Like they don't use it, but yes, they could if they wanted to, because it's not tied to a race. But it's tied to a sexuality. Right. I was always understanding that only gay people could use it and even when they do, they still kinda I mean, yeah, it's it's offensive, but like I think straight people use it as an insult to other straight people or to gay people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. You're yeah. talking about practical application. Okay. I'm talking about within a culture, are you allowed to do a certain thing? I don't know with no, nah, I'm not white, but I don't know with it within general whiteness if Brad call Zach the F word if they don't both feel weird about it or don't feel like they are unintentionally uh, uh, offending someone. Even on the most progressive scale. I think two gay dudes might call each other that. But I never had the impression that two straight, straight white men thought it was acceptable, especially in public, to call each other F words. 
but I say I'm saying all that to say that like um it's interesting that Lil Boosie's song, the explicit version, essentially doesn't exist on Apple Music because of the F word. You ever listen to Lil Boosie's music? No. Lil Boosie is a gang. I don't know if y'all know this, but Lil Boosie is a gangster. He's a melodic gangster. Kill you, shoot you, hide your body, sell your drugs, fuck your wife. That's the shit that Lil Boosie used to rap about. I get real funny when we start drawing lines. Because if the whole explicit version of the song is taken off of Apple Music because of one word, does that remind you of somebody? It's not the destruction of the black community. It's not the use of uh, historically derogatory words. It's not the disrespect to black women. It's not the disrespect to little black kids. You could do all of those things. I got to be real careful about my next statement. You can do all of those things. All of those things can be done. But the moment you let the F word fly, now you censor. The moment you tech, attack homosexuality, now your festival's canceled. What about all the shit before? Is there white drug music? Like white drug selling music? Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm on a line right now. I feel like I'm dancing with a line. It's one of those rare times I get nervous when I'm talking. It was controversial and acceptable to not get them kids $200. It was controversial, yet acceptable to bring Tory Lanez on stage. It's controversial, yet acceptable to talk about violence and shoot a nigga in Walmart. It's controversial and unacceptable to talk derogatory about a specific demographic. We got some comments with on before I get canceled. Um, G2 says it's wild that mad niggas don't know white people in adulthood. It shows how white adults act. Man, man, I really don't know many white people. Um, Detroit River said if goals don't scare you, they're not big enough. Uh-oh. Q says if there's space for Karen Hunter's tour to force, then there's room for y'all in a, sp- a safe space. Okay, okay, okay. Who's that? Um, Who just, who's that? Sans, Sansadio? Sansadio? Su, su, studio. Good morning. Mama Lane, what's up? Kayla says, happy niggas ain't hating and hating niggas ain't happy. Mm. David said, a lot of YouTubers have mediators to monitor comments. Okay, okay. Um, what's up, Stan? What's up, Stan? Good morning. Lauren said, I see you in the Velvet Lounge t-shirt. Tom Tom. That's right, baby. Velvet Lounge, okay? Let me take some of my Velvet Lounge real quick. Let me tell you something about Velvet Lounge real fast. Let me tell you something about Velvet Lounge quickly. Okay? In order for an industry to exist, to exist, especially a music industry, you need uh, several things. But quite simply, not only do you need people who are on war tours, people who are taking over the city, people being signed by big companies, people who are starting big companies, etc. But you, you know what you also need? Mm-hmm. Amateurs. You need people just starting out. You need people who are on the intersection of amateur and professionalism. You need people who are trying to grow their crew, grow their audience, grow their demographic. You need people who are able to get it out the mud. You need dirt. And I say this with all respect, that was Velvet Lounge. 
every nigga I know. Let me not say it. That's 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 hyperbolic. Velvet Lounge gave an opportunity for niggas to get it out the mud, and I will forever be grateful. Forever be grateful of the opportunities and of the drunken nights that I stumbled in the Velvet Lounge and danced in front of a DJ all by my damn self. Thank you, Velvet Lounge. Oh, what a place. Check out that article on the bridge, too. It's a great article about Velvet Lounge. Keep going, sweetheart. Uh, Natalie says, isn't most rock about chasing a high? And then... What's up, B? What's up, Kendall? Good morning. Good morning. Lauren says, yes, there's white cellar music in St. Clown Posse. True. You ever listen to the Insane Clown Posse? Through, through my brother, unfortunately. <laughs> I need to talk to your brother. This was like when he was a child. Lord of mercy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh! That makes me smile every time I think about it. What's up? When we get married, you have a I'm gonna have a brother. <laughs> <laughs> His man is 24 now. That's fine. <laughs> I don't care. You have a brother, so you know what it feels like. I don't have a brother. <laughs> That's going to be a different experience for you. Yeah. My, yeah, my experience is completely different than what you will have with him. Yeah, he's a grown man. Right. <laughs> it's actually really exciting. A brother? A little brother? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. I'm going to just call him on Sundays and we can talk about ways we try to work. I don't know. <laughs> He's talking about basketball. We're talking about basketball and, and man things. Oh, yeah. Man, He likes wrestling too. Huh? Not going to talk about wrestling. Yeah, yeah, We're going to talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> man, your sister, yeah, I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> He'll feed me embarrassing stories that I can use against you later. That's okay, because I'll just I'll put me right back. Huh? I got his stories, too. Nah, but you, you can't embarrass You can't embarrass your little... You're not yes, embarrassed. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed of my little brother. I don't give a damn what he did. Right. <laughs> okay. I don't give a damn what he did. Top five reasons for marrying you that are not you. Gee, thanks. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, you are obviously like the top 40, but let's go with the, the top 45. So let's go with the other last five of the top 50. Let's do each other. Top five reasons... For marrying you that aren't you. We'll go one, 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 oh one, one, one. <laughs> okay. I went first. Little brother. Your grandfather. Oh! <laughs> yeah, you will get a granddaddy. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's a good acquisition. Let's yeah. see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. It'd be whack to turn around and say your grandmother. So I'm going <laughs> to come. I'm going to go to. I mean, I'm going to go to where your grandparents live. Texas. They live in Austin. Austin. <laughs> Wait, you will, you will go with Austin or you going with my grandparents? Well, because you went with a family member, I'm going to go with the space that your family that your family member lives in, which means the you house? get to go to Austin. Okay. Okay. Damn. You can't I was, respond with I a can't, place. I can't. Ah! <laughs> oh uh, damn. What am I? I don't know. Oh, I got my next one. Wait, that's the <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't. I can't say. I can't say Connecticut. You can. Okay. You Connecticut. can. Connecticut's cool. New phones. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's right. Ooh, I was gonna say taxes, but I don't know. <laughs> I hate a tax break. Oh no. Do we get taxes? Do we get a tax break if we are married? Independent contractors? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I don't so. Think about those those business taxes, like ooh. Ooh, yeah. I don't know if you get a do you get a business tax break if you if you marry? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. Uh, so not taxes. <laughs> not taxes. Not taxes. 
what, what did you just say? Hold on. Was that yours? Not taxes? Yeah. Okay. Wait. So yeah. I said, <laughs> so I said, little brother, Austin. Ooh, I got mine. New phones. You said, granddad, Connecticut, unfortunately not taxes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's my turn? Yeah. Um... Top five. Oh, it's not you. I was about to talk about you. Not you. Not you. Oh. Um. <laughs> uh. 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 <laughs> Shea butter. <laughs> <laughs> That was um, number four. Yeah. I got, okay, I think I got my last two. Damn. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with your nieces. Specifically. Ooh, Ooh that's a good yeah. one. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. The nieces right. are dope. I mean, Jalen's cool. But yeah, the nieces right, are right, dope. Right. <laughs> the nieces are dope. Okay, okay. Specifically. Your nieces. Like. Specifically. Yeah. Them. No, no shade to. That's fine. Yeah, That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. He's, he's, he's a teenager now. You met right. him. You met him as, as a, a cool teenager. teen. Right. He was he was once a young inquisitive. Right. Little cute little thing. <laughs> he Very was. precocious. He was. We used to play catch and he couldn't catch it all. Guys. Nice. Just every time he throw the ball as he drop it and just him run trying to get it. Oh, Jalen. That nigga text me. That shit crazy. Wow. What's up? Um my wait, this is my fifth one? Fourth. This is my fourth one? Yeah. Wait. I lost my last one. I had another one I lost. Hmm. Hmm. Can't be you. Can't be you. Oh, still about you. Damn it. <laughs> What's not you? I don't know. Yeah, not you. I mean, your father's cool. I'm not really into golf, but I could golf with him as we get older. That's an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, your grandmother. Your mama's mama. Okay. <laughs> uh, see, the thing about it is... <laughs> your grandmother. I'm very... Um... um interested to get to know your grandmother because I think <laughs> our personalities might be polar opposites. Yeah. I think I'm a lot like her, but like I'm also like my dad too. But I get a lot of my personality from her. From your grandmother? Mm-hmm. Very interested um to get to know your grandmother because yeah. <laughs> yeah She's because, hilarious. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, what else you got? I'm going to go with uh, the ability to get in the stew, you know. <laughs> the, hey, at any time. Right. Any time. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Did I tell the people about the time I walked in the house? <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you something. If I, if I, had, it, if I had it, I would have dropped in right down. Right down it right there. <laughs> I walked in the house. Random day. Random day. Lady of the house is sitting on the couch, headphones on, head down, bobbing, like like mm, going to work, <laughs> and right. a MIDI keyboard. And I walk past the this 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 woman is making a beat. <laughs> Did you know that she could do that? I didn't. And then we had a, a conversation about how I used to do that shit in high school. Yeah, you was a producer, and you started. Didn't you date a producer? Did you get him started? Oh, oh yeah, I actually did. Like, Damn. I taught him. Yeah, and like this nigga, like he produced something on the Coming to America soundtrack. Like it was in the movie. Yeah. Um, what do you do? Um, what's that shit called? Rolex. That song. Yeah. yeah. He produced Rolex off yeah, of the Coming produces, to America soundtrack. No, no, Rolex. Like, I just wanna rolly rolly. Oh, that joint. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah he produced that shit. Yeah. Right. So what? What your cut? Right. Yeah, call right. this nigga. Hey, <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yeah. Right. Yeah, this nigga worked with Future, like, all the time. Future? He told me he, um, 
he went to go see Kanye, like, in Wyoming. Like, Kanye flew him out, like, on his jet. Like, yeah. Like, he just, he, like, he's, he's a producer. Like, <laughs> this nigga lives in Atlanta and L.A. Like, he's a producer. Nice. Yeah. And we in the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Where is my cut? Matter of fact. Where is my goddamn... Troy! What up, man? Good morning. What's up? Um, we got any other comments? So that's, that's it. That's it. All right, y'all. Well, um, you got anything to talk about? You got any burning questions for the roach? That was a great, that was a great a list. Very, that was fun. Yeah, that <laughs> I feel like that was a good burning question. No, I've asked you, though. That, exactly. You should do that today. No. <laughs> no, mum. What? Uh, no, mum. The people are expecting the burning question of the roach. They hit me in the DMs. They'd be like, oh, it's my favorite part. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. <laughs> Nobody says that <laughs> they don't. ever. They don't. No, they do say it, though. They do say it. Sad said it yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. How's that baby doing? <laughs> how's, the, how's that baby? <laughs> hey, according to the stories, is hazing the shit out of Sam right now. <laughs> <laughs> he whooping her ass. Whooping that ass right now. Damn. Yeah, Yo, I hear know, these pandemic babies are different. What do you mean? Like, super advanced. Oh, yeah, he crawling. He was scooting. That he shit was, was crazy. Was he just born like last week? He was. <laughs> he was. I saw a video of a baby who was crawling at two weeks, um, standing by five months. Like, Oh, yeah, we in the house. <laughs> Yo, Everybody else doing it. Shit, I got to catch the fuck up. <laughs> Everybody else walking That's around. That's real. I'm seeing all these walking <laughs> people around me. Fuck that. Everybody <laughs> carrying me around the house. <laughs> Because I'm really not. I'm not about to carry around the house. That shit is wild. Can you imagine, like, a newborn just, like, walking? Hey, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yo. Hey, yo. But also, hmm. maybe we should be doing that more. Hey, keep your baby in the house, man. Right. I ain't want to see that baby outside anyway, man. I'm sorry. You know I got a thing with infants. Infants and twins. Fucking weirdos. Both of them. <laughs> Get hey. them out of here. What? Like, have some twins on the line. Sorry. I'm sorry. If you were a twin... Weirdo, <laughs> you are a genetic weirdo. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I shouldn't do that because you know what? I'm gonna blow up, and somebody's gonna find a prank to some rhyming with twins, and I'm gonna freak the fuck out. No, watch you have twins. Right. Exactly. Then what? Y'all don't, when you see twins, it don't it don't be like, oh, that's weird. That don't like it don't fuck your brain up. You're only, not supposed to see two of the same person. Only when they talk at the same time and say nah, the same thing. Ugh. Twins are so weird to me, man. <laughs> Twins are so weird to me, man. Excuse my xenophobic rant, but they are, they are so strange to me. Why do they want to? Why do they want to dress alike? I seen these twins that went to Howard. Y'all know the two no, little short yeah, girls. Yeah. They still dressed alike as they was fucking sophomores when I graduated. They were still dressed alike. Bitch, y'all are nineteen. What is going on? Walking around together, going to the same class, got the same major. Why? Because you're strange. That's why. <laughs> Weirdos, <laughs> I know it's not your fault. Don't tell me you look at twins and be like, Oh, this is completely normal. <laughs> triplets, fuck no. <laughs> I actually have a triplet cousins. One is a boy, though, so it's like two girls and a boy. Uh, and they fella. don't, yeah, they're not identical. So. Do the two girls look alike? Do the two girls look alike? No, like one has a narrow face and the other one's face is like wide, so like nice, yeah. I don't know y'all then. If I was one, I, but I don't know y'all. <laughs> I don't know y'all. That's your sister? No. <laughs> no. I don't know them at all. Matter of fact, I'm failing a grade on purpose. Fuck it. I'm failing what? third grade on purpose. Because I'm not going this. I'm not going through this with y'all. I'm not going through this with y'all. What was the burning question? It wasn't about twins. <laughs> it wasn't about twins. We was talking about uh, I mean, Saz baby. Yeah, Saz baby. Yeah. Apparently, he's, he's almost walking now. That's crazy. What's the burning question for the rose? Damn, that was... The... <sighs> okay. What's up, Zarya? Good morning. Good morning. What are you looking forward to? Okay. I feel, I feel like that's always your question when you get stuck. <laughs> what am I looking forward to? <laughs> no, I reject your... I reject the premise no, of your question. fine. I was going to say something about, like... What, what do you... No, because you said I can't see it, but I was, I was wondering what you mean. Of course you can say it, but I'm not going to answer. What, okay. What are you looking forward to about marriage? 
You're not going to answer? Yeah, I got to okay, now. Okay, right. <laughs> I got to now. Jeez. <laughs> right. Nice. Checkmate. Thanks. Thanks, Imani. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you call me that. <laughs> well, I'm going to call you your name. You call me sweetheart. You know that. <laughs> What did Chan say to Tabitha that one time? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what he said, but I remember her face. Woo! Was it something about her, like her edges or her hair or something like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> oh! What am I looking forward to about marriage? We just did, which I thought was really fun, we just did a uh, top five things about marrying you that aren't you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not looking forward to. It doesn't even have to be like it could be anything. Not not just me, like whatever. I guess. I'm thinking. Oh, okay. What am I looking forward to? It's not a hard question. Um, I just don't want to give the obvious answer. In unity. Oh, that's just <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> unity and love, because I honestly feel like we have that stuff now. Specifically, what separates. Now from the big walk, the big M, if you mean. Oh, you all right? I got the homies. True. Uh, what separates now from then? That's a question I feel like we always ask. We're like asking each other semi, semi often. What would be the difference between now and then? Not to discourage the conversation, but to to truly see what's next. I'd like to talk to your newlywed friends. True. See what they think. It's been a month. Because we live together. I think... Um, hmm. Because I'm not insecure, which might be arrogance. <laughs> We've talked about that. Um... I've been watching shows with rich people, so it's not like, well, you are coming into money, but it ain't like we can spend it. Um, anniversary sound dope. Rituals. Like, we kind of do ritualistic things now, but like exclusive rituals will be like, I don't know, we got to go to the bowling club. Oh, other couple things. That sounds cool. Um, vacations. Yeah. I feel like, oh, the most obvious one, the most obvious one is the statement, my wife. Most obvious. I can get away with anything now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta go home. I go see the wife. <laughs> I can do it. It's, it's like it's come on. It's the ultimate flex mm-hmm. to have a wife. Yeah. Not a big fan of the word husband, though. I think the people heard that. Well, y'all, yeah. as you can <laughs> see, I have to go feed the lady of the house. Good lord. <laughs> How you, you cannot hold. There is nothing you can do to prevent a stomach grumble. No. You can you cannot sneeze. Have you ever tried to not sneeze? Yeah. You, See, it's just it's just happening. Yeah. Huh. Well, we will see y'all. Oh, I actually before we go, before we go, before we go, the whole point of me turning the speaker on, I actually wanted to play something for you. Uh, if you have not done so, I want you. The right way. Uh, I want you. As we go right now, I want to play. Um, I want to play a song from fellow Wake and Bake with Be One Night off the new album Love Story. If y'all haven't checked it out, please check out Michael Robinson M I C A H Michael like the dude from the Bible, which is hilarious to describe to somebody who has never read the Bible. <laughs> Great times. <laughs> Great times. Uh, Love Story by Michael Robinson. His original, not original, his debut album if you like music let me tell you something hold on 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 h
I'm going to look at the camera. I can't even look at the lady house. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you a grown person, okay, if you like music, art, real art, like things to enjoy, not just the vibe in the background, if you appreciate uh, uh, the reach that goes into the heart when one is expressing itself in a very diverse way, let me tell you something right now. This nigga not going to say it. So I'm gonna say it. This nigga, this nigga, Michael Robinson, nigga can't say it. He, I gotta say it. I gotta say it. The nigga's a genius. The nigga is a musical genius. Like, I've been in the room with great musicians, and they ain't got shit on Michael Robinson. It's kind of, it's kind of scary to watch. Um, hit the button for me. <clears throat> It's kind of scary to watch Micah do his thing sometimes because it's like, how are you doing that? I didn't. I didn't even know that could do that. One of my favorite. One of my favorite performances to watch is actually not even his. Is him and Tashira singing some song. Go to Tashira's Instagram live and he's playing the piano in the background. Don't get me wrong. Tashira sing out of this world, mm -hmm. but the way this nigga playing, I ain't never heard nobody play the piano like that before. Seriously. I have never heard anyone play that play the piano like that before. And I know people don't look at me and they don't see like musician, but I am a musician. From four to yesterday. This is what this is like a, a trained skill that I have developed, not something I just enjoy. I have never I've been in a room with Sonny Rollins, BB King, Herbie Hancock, heard them play live. I've heard Herbie play live. Herbie is cool, but he was like fucking around. He was a little drunk. I ain't never heard a nigga play a piano like this before. And that shit got 1,000 views on Instagram TV. Y'all niggas don't even know. When the ghetto boy said that this generation might be the only generation in which we never get to see the best this generation has to offer, made me cry a little bit. Because he talking about Micah. Yeah. You remember a pre-chorus? You remember overtures? Remember bridges? Remember solos? Remember songs that made you feel some shit? T-Pain called it something else. I call it something great. Here's an example. Oh wait, not that joint. I wanna thank y'all for listening one more time on Wake and Bake with BMO. We'll be back on YouTube Tuesday. Follow Wake and Bake with BMO on Instagram. Get that link in that bio. samples this is not somebody else's song repurposed is looking at me romantically <laughs> it's working I'll see y'all on Tuesday YouTube YouTube well good morning
Good morning.